Oh, we're giving him the Rocky theme. <laughs> Brandon Johnson, I expect that you are doing a dance to this music right now wherever you are. Brandon Johnson made it through. He is on the next ballot on April 4th for mayor of Chicago. Thank you for, for calling in today. We appreciate it. You're certainly welcome. I've always uh, wanted to have theme music. I don't know if I would have picked that one, but I'll take it today. <laughs> for certain you'll take it today. What did the mayor say when she called and conceded? She she congratulated me, and I spoke, um, you know, you know, to her about her work and her, you know, being a, a history maker and, you know, running a city um, and running a campaign at the same time. Uh, I just, I know, I know, I can only imagine how difficult that was. So um, she looked, at, you know, looked forward to, um, you know, to conversations ahead. And, and again, it was a very cordial, polite conversation. Crime, obviously, the issue. That's what people got out and voted on. As you know, over 50% of the people that voted are over the age of 55. Those are the people that pay attention and certainly always get out and vote. Do you change the message to make sure they are included in what you have to say? Because many of those people don't have kids in school anymore. Yeah, well, the, you know what? You know, we, we have a unifying message. You know, whether you have a child in school or not, um, the people of the city of Chicago are certainly concerned about not only public education, but what type of opportunities are we creating for, for young families? Um, you know, how do we make sure that the city of Chicago is affordable? Um, how do we make sure that transportation is reliable? And how do we make sure that we have, you know, environment and climate justice? And obviously people are very much concerned about public safety, you know, and it's all interconnected. And that's why, you know, from the very beginning, I put forth a budget plan and a sweeping uh, public safety plan that addresses the immediate crisis, but also sets us up for long-term solutions. And look, I was in high school, you know, when Paul Vallis was in charge of the budget, and we are experiencing um, the type of economic depravity because of his practices. And that's why I'm very much committed to eliminating the debt in my first term while making critical investments to make sure that um, we are spending to... um, implement the consist the consent decree with all due expediency um, we're spending to promote within the rank and file 200 more detectives um, but again we're also doubling the amount of young people that we're hiring that that will be year-round positions because all of that um, is directly related to reducing um, violence in the city of chicago commissioner so we have a plan that works congratulations um you brought up uh, vallis there mr vallis i gotta tell you i was a little surprised at how um, I'll use the term negative. You pointed out differences. It doesn't matter which term we use, but how much of your speech last night you used to go after your opponent? And that had to have been a, a strategy, a political decision. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I talked about myself and my pathway. You, sh- you sure and did. As sure I did. Said before, and as I said before, I believe that the city of Chicago deserves a leader that's going to tell people the truth. And the truth of the matter is the reason why we are in this economic crisis is because of his budgetary practices. That's the truth. He's left a mess in Chicago. He's left a mess in Philadelphia. He's left a mess in New Orleans. Um, He worked under a Republican governor here at Chicago State, left a mess there. Um, He's made it very clear that he is identifiably a Republican. He does not agree um, in reproductive rights. I mean, that's just the truth, right? And so, you know, what I'm focusing on is making sure that we don't uh, repeat the sins of the past and that the politics of old, we leave that behind 
and we usher in a better, stronger, safer Chicago, one that's united, one story for one Chicago. And that's what my work has been as a teacher, as an organizer, as a Cook County Commissioner. And it's what I'm going to do when I'm running the, the entire city of Chicago. He, I'm always going to tell people the truth because that's says, important for people to hear. He says he's a lifelong Democrat. This is a nonpartisan election. Do do either party affiliations matter here? Well, I mean, his own words are that he identifies more as a Republican, and he made that position clear right after uh, President Obama was elected. What matters here is, like, who is going to speak up, um, speak up on behalf of working people? Who is going to make sure that the middle class remains um, um, uh, protected and solvent? Who's going to make sure um, that we're fighting to move people out of poverty? That's me. Um, this is the work that I've done as a Cook County commissioner, as a teacher, as an organizer. I have the lived experience of people who, um, who go through the day-to-day in the city of Chicago. Because whether you live in Jefferson Park or Morgan Park or Humble Park or McKinley Park or you live on, in Austin or, 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 or in Inglewood, we all are applying uh, for a limited selection of schools that are fully funded. That's a system that was designed by, by, by Paul Vallis. My family relies upon public transportation like many families rely upon all over the city of Chicago. You know, I have a sweeping plan that invests in public transportation to make sure that it is reliable and affordable. Um, and so these are the, the, the platforms in which we've united the city around. And look, I'm deeply humbled by it. You know, as someone who was teaching middle school just a handful of years ago, um, is now in a position to, 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 to bring the interest of working people to the fifth floor. It's an incredible moment. I'm very humbled by it. And I'm looking forward to having these conversations in the coming weeks. Brandon Johnson is with us, Cook County Commissioner, and on the ballot on April 4th to be mayor of Chicago. Someone said, Brandon, ask him if he really plans to raise taxes on people with incomes of 100000 or more. Does he realize many teachers and cops may make that much money? You can't buy a house in Chicago unless you make that much money or more because houses around here are costing $400,000. It's never been a part of my plan, as I've said repeatedly. I think we've had this discussion before. Um, that this was uh, something that was printed by uh, the Chicago Sun-Times. They admitted that it was a mistake, and we'll take their word for it. And I'm so glad. That's why I want you to continue to address it, because yeah. as you know, I'm <laughs> telling you, you so this much. is what people believe, and yeah. they text in, and I think that's got to be uh, a part of your right. message. Because, because Con- yeah, Commissioner, you, you. Did, you did say, even again this morning on Channel 9, that the wealthier the wealthy are going to have to pay more. So how is it that you're going to get more from the wealthy? Well, as President Biden has indicated, that a teacher and a firefighter, to the point that you made earlier, that are paying the same tax rate as a billionaire, that's just not sustainable. And that's why I made a commitment to making sure that we are not burdening the working class and the middle class families. And that's why I'm committed to not raising property taxes. And so I do lay out a budget plan that 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 the real estate transfer tax that will generate revenue to make sure that we are providing homes and a pathway to home ownership. 65,623 people in the city of Chicago are without homes, of which 20,000 are students. Look, as a public school teacher, I can tell you the economic despair that comes into the classroom every single day. It can tell you that children are not thinking about drawing conclusions and commas places in the author's approach when they're hungry and they're without homes. It's why we're promoting the, 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 uh, uh, the financial transaction tax, of which even Mike Bloomberg, him and I don't agree on much, um, agree that you know, high volume trades on 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 less than a half a penny uh, could generate hundreds of millions of dollars. It's just a matter of having the political will to make sure that if we want a better, stronger, safer Chicago, we have to do what safe American cities do all over the country. 
and that is they invest in people. As mayor of the city of Chicago, the people who listen to this show should know one thing for sure, that I love people. I mean, that's how I was raised. My father's a pastor. My grandfather was a pastor. The only reason why I didn't become one is because they were non-union positions, and I can tell you those hours are terrible. (laughs) Um, So I did the next best thing. I became a middle school teacher, which pretty much qualifies me for heaven regardless anyhow. With that, the truth of the matter is, <laughs> you know, we have to invest in people, and that's what I've done as a Cook County Commissioner, passing multi-billion dollar budgets without raising property taxes, and we did it in an equitable way. With 10 kids in the house, how did you ever get a you know, phone call in? <laughs> First of all, there was only one phone, and there was no call waiting, so you're bringing up a lot of memories here, but what it did do is it gave me the ability to, to, to negotiate, especially when you have four sisters, so especially when that bathroom was, you know, pretty full, so... The, the very simple negotiating tactic that I had as a middle child, you get up and get in there early. Um, you don't want to be the last one in there, and you certainly don't want to be responsible to clean it up after my little brother got out of there. So that's a whole another story that you don't want to ever have to hear about. So, <laughs> but, but what it did was it gave me the sense of value um, of we are only as strong as the, the person who is struggling the most. And, you know, my father was there last night. He's a beautiful man. He's a man of his generation, 80 years old. And, um, you know, he's early stages of Alzheimer's, quite frankly. So it was really difficult for our family last night. And to the best of his ability, he was, he was as present as he possibly could. And, you know, the middle child of Andrew and Wilma Jean, um, I won't tell you my GPA because I don't want my, my freshman in high school to, to, to know what my GPA was. But, but somehow, you know, we got it here. And so Chicago is a true testament. Uh, that you. anything is possible. So thank, thank you, you for so joining much. us, Brandon. We appreciate you You're taking welcome. our phone call today. Hey, anytime, y'all. Thank you. Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson on the ballot. He made the runoff. He will be on that ballot April 4th for mayor of Chicago. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. WGN.